You could start on that one. I did. I just started that. Thank hey, you. everyone. Welcome to the No Skips podcast. This is our first bonus round. Bonus round. We have made a playlist of some of our favorite tracks that are from albums that we love, but will not be covered on the show because we just do not think that they've hit the criteria for albums to be covered on the show. So, Or that you'd probably be like super mean to me because it's like yeah. post-punk and you'd be like this sucks I why really do we hate post-punk why are we listening to post-punk so this is where i put all my post-punk for the most part for the post-punk for part the post-punk part so let's just get started uh well first and foremost first and first mostly the playlist i'll pin it on our twitter at no skips podcast get in it and then we also have a facebook group um, but if you go to YouTube and search No Skips Podcast Playlist, this should be Playlist 1. Um, and you should, it has, I mean, it's just 10 songs. It's very straightforward, very simple to find. But again, it'll be on our Twitter. So please go there. And it'll be in the show notes as well. So or just assemble it by hand as you listen to us. But don't, because we actually worked really hard in finding the, uh, the non-music video cool. version of these. Correct. So that was, with the exception of one video, Yeah, I, I did the best I could to pull all music videos from this so that, so that the playlist, you are focusing on the music, the music. itself. Because we've all been there. The music video, cool or not cool as they may be, mm-hmm. color your understanding, your appreciation for a track. Correct. So we just pulled those. It's audio only. With mm-hmm. one notable exception, which we'll get to. We will get to. So let's start off. I get the first pick. We are limiting ourselves to three minutes per track to just keep this ball rolling. So if you want to stop, watch me, bro. Stop. Okay. Ready? First track, Grizzly Bears, Fine for Now. This is the fourth track off the 2000 release, 2009 release, Facademist, which is basically my favorite album of all time. Uh, I think... I, 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 th- I think in another time, I may have even I said say, that. How we were I not it was covering your, your... Okay. Because I don't think that it's as... I don't think it's on the same wave... I don't think it's on the same par as some of the other albums that we covered. It is a great album, but I do not think that it is as critical as some of the other ones we've been All covering. Right. So um, I moved from Texas to Seattle in May of 2009. This was released two weeks after I moved. Right. So personally um, very, you it, know. Yeah, it dropped later that month. It is, it was a soundtrack to my first year in Seattle, essentially. It is a deeply sad song. So you, what you'll come to know about me and what you probably already know about me is that I love sad songs. I love cry porn. It's just yeah. like my favorite to be sad. And so a deeply sad song to me, but I love that. And yeah, it's essentially every song I added to this playlist is sad. But the two singers from Grizzly Bear are Edge Roast and Daniel Rawson. This is a Daniel Rawson track. And and this line that he says in there is, if we're all faltering, how do I help with that? If it's all or nothing, then let me go. Hmm. And if it's all or nothing, then let me go has been... It just cuts so deeply. The, it's, the singing is so intricate with the music. I... Mm-hmm. Even though I could sing along with that, I've never heard the lyric alone because right. it's so. I just I've never heard the lyric. There have been so many times in my life, from two thousand nine, you know, on, just to be like, if you don't actually want me, please just let like leave me alone, let me go, yeah. so I can move on. Yeah. You know, previous relationships, you know, to you and whatnot, and it was just it was it was just tough, and I think that one stint has always stung with me. Um, but what's what I love about this track is that. The guitar, it starts off with a slow strum, but then at the end of it, in the middle of the song, the guitar lets loose a little bit, and then they go back to the verse, but then at the end, the guitar really goes nuts, right. and it gets really loud, and 
impossibly loud and just excellent. But I've said many times over that I want the song to be played at my funeral if I yeah. die before 40. I keep moving that goalpost back a little bit so I can make sure the song is played at my funeral because I want sure. everyone to be sad. <laughs> Don't worry. If you, if you die after 40, we'll play it at half speed. <laughs> oh, the chop, chopped and screwed. But Grizzly Bear is one of my favorite bands of all time. They just can do no wrong, with the exception of Shields, sorry. Uh, but Fine For Now is track four, an excellent track. Give Vec Atomist a listen, please. It's great. I, I can say I can say that. It's it's great. Um, and then the, then the track builds with Christian Joe. You love the pitchfork at the cemetery gates performance of the song. No, as well. of I live ah, I live with fuck. you. I, I live with you those. is was a I close runner. All right. Up. You're tagging your minutes. All right. Uh, and so I love I love I love playlists. So it was important. She got to pick five tracks and I picked five partly in response to it because if I'm gonna do a playlist, I want I want there to be flow. So kind of going off of that and also going off the fact that we need to have uh something to go uh in my post-punk bucket that she's not going to spend any time with she just rolled her eyes at me let the let let the court know <laughs> let, 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 let it be recorded uh this is proto martyr um processed by the boys one of the most incredibly dark and apocalyptic songs i've ever heard in my life Damn. not only is it um, instrumentally sort of dark um, but it tells it tells a story if it starts off as saying how's the world gonna end is it gonna be monsters is it gonna be oh terrible things happening uh, is it gonna be um, um, uh, all these sort of very kind of big big ideas right is it gonna be like that mm -hmm. and then he and as as the track really ratchets up he just screams fiction fiction no none of that rolling in your heads uh the uh reality has a far duller edge hmm. which is and i mean just the 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 evocative i always get chills if i really pay attention to the track and um and the song goes on to say um What's going to happen is, is well, frankly, what's already happening is, is you're going to see um, sort of a, a continued encroachment on personal liberties, and then suddenly we're going to find ourselves in a position where there's basically a, an all-consuming police state, and it says, um, uh, um, download the app, submit your face into the scanner, um, and, and and it's all all about this sort of thing, this sort of thing, just all this sort of rolling into this sort of a fascist police state, sort of by accident. And then, which is like, okay, great, thank you for this very cheery song. But it's 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 the specificity of the imagery um, is when the when the song really reaches its crescendo, he describes these guys, right? And and that's the titular process by the boys. The process by the boys are the boys are 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 soldiers that are now police mm -hmm. and it says in their tattered demalion uniforms so cool so nice tattoos of their children so cool so nice um and then as the song kind of washes out he says um uh this time will be gentle enough gentle enough next time will be different boom three minutes three minutes tag i meant 
Tame Impala's mind mischief. It's no lie. I love the ever living shit out of Tame Impala. Um, I've loved all of the songs he's made essentially, but this is off Lonerism, and I definitely don't think Lonerism is on this list. Perhaps Currents, but we'll get to that at some point. Fair um, enough. Lonerism is from an album, uh, or is the album released in 2012. Kevin Parker is the sole musician there. He's incredible. Um, literally everything about mind mischief from top to bottom is the perfect track to me there's nothing i don't like about this track it's this perfect like psychedelic rock with kind of sad vocals and it's about love gone awry lyrics are feels like my life is ready to blow me and my love will take it slow um i hope she knows that i'll love her long i just don't know where the hell i belong and i just like i just you know i love storm chasing that's my thing whenever it's go time this is a song I go to. Right on. I throw it right on, on to get me like I throw it on to get me going. Um, one of the other lines is how optimist, uh, how optimism led me astray. Two hundred things I took the wrong way. Hmm. I saw her love gains running low. I tried to fill it, but I over, but it overflowed. And I just, I don't know. I, T- Tame Impala is huge. Kevin is incredibly talented, but this. I can get lost in the song every single time I hear it. And if I haven't heard it in a day or two, because that's about how long I go without hearing it, I put it back on and I just want to listen to it on repeat. I cannot get enough of this track. Um, Tame Impala is amazing. Uh, The Slow Rush was an album released in 2020, which is incredible. I think Currents is probably his best album. Uh, Lonerism is very good. And I just bought it on vinyl specifically so I could hear Mind Mischief. That's a lot of money to pay to hear one song, but I was <laughs> it's worth it because it is such a great song. I highly suggest you listen to it on headphones because there's like what what do you call that? Going from crossfading, yeah. Crossfading. It's just it's really good. Yeah. And under this under the right circumstances, it is a great song to listen to. So <laughs> I'm just gonna, I, it is it is my all time number one favorite song of all. This eclipse wow. change in the House of Flies by Deftones. This eclipse wow. any of the Grizzly Bear tracks. Holy cow! This one is just like it. It is just it gets in my blood. It sends me places. I'm handing it off to you. Wow, with 45 minutes to spare. So 45 seconds. For, I'll go 45 no, minutes about uh, Tame you know, Paul if you, know you want I mean. me to. 45 <laughs> seconds. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, where I left off. So, so Proto Martyr, Ultimate Success Today, incredible album, one of my top albums of 2020. A surprise, also top album of 2020, was an Irish band called Fontaine's DC. DC stands for Dublin City. And hmm. being Irish on both sides, um, loving U2 and loving the Pogues, loving a lot of classic U2 or l- classic Irish bands, it was wonderful to me to, and I, I don't remember how it came across my bow, but. In 2020, actually, I think I heard it earlier this year, not in 2020, but it it was great to hear. Hey, here's here's where Ireland is, and there is still there, the Irish people are still so musical, they're so poetic, and there's a certain sensibility that comes from a dreary little island that is constantly overcast and rainy and drunk. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and I, it's a Fontaine's DC. The, the the title's called, or the title of the album is "A Hero's Death," and this track is called uh, "The Televised Mind." And Lisa's put up with this for for months. Right, and hates it. Um, it's okay. Televised you put up mind with mine. <laughs> is 
about sort of the the anesthetism of daily life. Now, it probably is because it's not as funny or interesting or maybe it sounds weird to our ears to say, like, I've got a phone in my fucking face, which is another way that the song could be titled because it's just about this and it has this awesome... Um, Again, drony kind of post punk kind of uh, baseline. The cool thing is, you can look it up on YouTube. They will record. They have a recording uh, from a Dublin concert earlier this year where they play the entire album. It's like forty five minutes, and they sounds exactly like it does, more or less, like it on the album. Which mm. means that they recorded not with like, oh, we gotta add this filigree, we gotta do this, we gotta make it sound like this. They're like, we're a four piece band. This is what we sound, or four or five. They might be five piece. This is what we sound like recording. This is what we sound like live. We're going to capture that. Mm-hmm. And it's so cool that, that there's a certain honesty. There's a there's a forthrightness. There's real, uh, on the album, there's real talk about what it is to, to like the first track is called I Don't Belong. That's and that's that's a real sort of statement of purpose, right? There's just, there, there are these, there's, there are these expressions of the current anime and restlessness and dislocation that people feel and televised mind ends with this. It's a, it's a great track, but it ends with this sort of endless repetition of wash the collie, which means wash the colander. Like in terms of the sort of robotic repetition, we find ourselves day in and day out and day in and day out. Just wash the fucking colander while your brain is anesthetized by mass media and Netflix and your phone and sounds great that's <laughs> can i sign up for that go um all right track my my third track is scissors love galore all right i'm gonna go on a limb and say that scissor is the single greatest female singer we currently have right now she's incredible she really might she's be. incredible she has the most buttery smooth voice it's real and it's amazing and her lyrics and everything about her is just my favorite thing hmm. um she's also very gorgeous that does her no no fault. Uh, this is off her 2000 album, album Control, CTRL, is how you would look that up, which I, I love that album. I, mm-hmm. I'm obsessed with that album. It's impressive. Um, I think everybody listening to this should go and listen to Control as well. It's great. Um, but yeah, if you like the song, it features Travis Scott, whom we also love. I think he'll be featured on, our, on No Skips at some point. But the song has like so many check marks for me. It has a great and beautiful melody. Mm. Sung in a really unique way, uh, has very enjoyable lyrics, and has SZA. There's nothing not to love there. <laughs> um, she has a unique delivery in the way that she sings things too, because she doesn't really adhere to the normal cadence of of things. Kind of like we were yeah. talking about with Notorious B.I.G. Right. on this last episode. She, it's and and like I remember, I was thinking about this. Like Alanis Morissette, I do not want to compare her to SZA, but I I always had trouble with Alanis Morissette because I felt like she would often like just add too many syllables and it didn't feel good. That's not what SZA does. Right. She she takes a line and plays it out, but doesn't feel like she's stuffing right. it. Right. She does it in a very fluid way. There's nothing wrong about her delivery, and she does that in this song, and it's incredible. Um, it's absolutely right. Why you bother me when you know you don't want me? Why you bother me when you know you got a woman? Why you hit <laughs> me when you know you know better? And and then this line should have never gave you my number. I did it with you. Should have never let you hit it. I split it with you. I regret it. You got a fetish. You got a problem. 
now it's a problem. <laughs> it's just a great song. Gosh, such a great song. And then Travis Scott comes in because it, it's just like, it's a, it's a t- the song is about a like tug of war within herself about this mm-hmm. man that she's involved with and she she's ready to let it go. She knows this was a mistake, but she doesn't actually really want to when the opportunity arises for it to be a thing again. She's there for it. Mm-hmm. And she doesn't love that. But he's the, and in his mind, he's like, you left me. Right. You left me. Why are you upset? But then he's in the same boat, too. Yeah. Whatever the case is, it's a really well done track. And also, Travis Scott drops the line, uh, let me plant that seed inside you. So who doesn't <laughs> want to hear a song that has that line in it? So, again, just listen to Control by SZA. It is incredible. Everything she, Literally everything she does is amazing. Tapping it out. Sounds sounds like we should probably cover it. Yeah. Um, so we go from one Chanteuse to another. We're going to go from um, SZA to uh, Chromatics. Um, most people know Chromatics on account of Drive, the Tick of the Clock sound uh, track uh, song, which okay. is... Um, You'd know it if you hear it. Sure. It was it was all over for for many years, but the but but um, chromatics is the sort of the brainchild is and a, a bunch of other um, very Italo disco kind of inflected groups are the brainchild of a, one Johnny Jewel, um, based out of Portland, and in a very sort of natural kind of final act, this song was uh, featured in the last um uh coming of uh of twin peaks Mm, okay so it's just a it's a very very dreamy it's like if the last prom ever was held that's um, exactly what this this song is is. this song and the music video kind of matches with it but you don't need to see the music video to feel that correct Um, that's what the song is it's it's this it's this dreamy um yeah, hard hard to describe. Um, there's there are retro aspects, but it's not entirely encompassed by retro. And uh, yeah, working on some kind of subterranean, subconscious kind of elements, I think is is w- why this track because there's there are these there are fragmentary aspects of rock and roll mythology that kind of, you know, the, the bad boy with a motorcycle and he loves me, he loves me not. And, and this kind of gets right pushed out so far to see that it doesn't feel like any of that anymore. And it's just the longing that was very, very real with like the girl group stuff from like Phil Spector produced, um, material. Um, this isn't a girl group, you know, doo-wop kind of sound, but the longing and the the faraway nature and the kind of mysterious dreamlike quality. I think Johnny Jewel, who's done some tremendous stuff, his his incredible record label, Italians do it better. Um, is just go go there. I I think he has a policy where basically, I think any song is a dollar and then any album is five dollars. And I was just like. This is awesome, and I just went on a on a spree. And he's he's done a lot of great work, and Chromatics have turned in some awesome, awesome, typically quite dreamlike, but but wonderful albums. And uh, this song is just one of these songs I come back to, as with Chromatics in general, I come back to because no one's really doing it quite as hard as Johnny Duel. So it's a weird, sad, haunting track. Mm-hmm. It's good. Well, there you go. Well, dang, I'm up next. Dang, this is moving fast. 
My fourth pick is Flying Lotus's Never Catch Me, which features Kendrick Lamar and Thundercat. Um, I love so much about what Flying Lotus does across the board. I haven't been on his boat so much in the last few years, yeah. but it's not that he's not making good stuff. We're just, we're just splicing at the moment, that's all. Um, it's from the 2014 album, which I did not love, You're Dead. The album is called <laughs> You're Dead. And to me, this is the only the, redeeming the, 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 the quality. The famous Junji Ito for, the, uh, for the, the cover art. It's just a hard album to love, but mm. this song makes it worth giving, giving a listen to. And even if you don't, well, No Skip Style, or opposite of No Skip Style, just listen to this track. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, like I said, it's got Kendrick Lamar, who is probably my favorite current rapper, um, and Thundercat, who is an undeniably incredible bassist he's just no one is no one well, is now on a great level. a great a great artist on his own right correct correct and, and so you know thundercat's big he's doing his i'm so happy for him i'm so yeah, happy i'm happy he blew up the three of these people came together and made one of the most amazing tracks and this is the only one that we let the video slip in for because i think that i don't want to get choked up about it but it's just a it's just a good the video is so important to the song I I mean I this 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 video came out seven years ago or whatever it is now. When I, I mean, this, if the album dropped in two thousand fourteen, it's a seven year old video. I yeah. still get choked up when I watch the video to this yeah. day. It's incredibly powerful. Yeah, it, it it works perfectly with the song. Kendrick is is bringing everything he's got. He's going so fast and so hard. And Flying Lotus is bringing all the most incredible beats, and it's soft and it's sad. And then Thundercat comes in and makes it a little weird, and I love that. And then, <laughs> but and then at the, I, the the video itself is about two children who have died, two black two young black children who have died. You assume, uh-huh. uh, who knows what you where you want to go with this? But it's just it's sad. There's a sad funeral. You're at the funeral. The children come back to life. They're dancing, and then at the end of this, when Thundercat really gets going, there you know they're running out of the the funeral home. And then when Thundercat's beat comes in and makes it a little, or when Thundercat's music comes in and makes it a little bit more bouncy, mm-hmm. they're having a good time. They're not in pain. They're not hurting. Nothing's wrong. They're jump roping. You know, they're doing this crazy dance outside. And then they get in a car or the, excuse me, the hearse, and they drive away. Right. It's which, just, is, which is very much more like until the quiet comes. Same imagery, right? Right. Where that's that's the 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 the, the boatman, you know, right. over the river sticks takes the soul, you know, to the underworld. And this is sort of a variation on that, but so much more joyous than than Until the Quiet Comes. Right. It's a beautiful, beautiful vision of saying, yes, they have died, but but their souls are joyful. The, the what you're talking about, if I go over three minutes, it's worth it. <laughs> Until the Quiet Comes is a, is a teaser f- for the music from Until the Quiet Comes, which was an album, I believe it was Until the Quiet Comes, right? I want to say, yeah. Yeah. It was the prior album. It, it came out right around the time we got married in late 2012. Yep. And in fact, I remember I was listening to Getting There by Flying Lotus on the way in my attire, or well, not the wedding dress, but on the way to the church to get married to you. <laughs> I was listening to that in the yeah, car full of friends. Yeah, that is very big in that in that era for us. Um. So the, the, that that musical that that visual trailer for that is is yep. one of the most powerful things flying lotus has done some incredible visual masterpieces i know i'm going over time it is worth talking about the stuff that he's done <laughs> he is an incredible musician yeah incredible everything flying lotus i'm done <laughs> count it flying lotus well that goes for both of us you can be you can be a little bit over time when we're talking about fly little yeah. um big big part of our of our relationship all right start 
and then following up with Flylo, we have another of our favorites, mm-hmm. which is Lorne. Yeah. Lorne. Yeah. Um, what to say about Lorne? Lorne is a, is a guy who has plumbed the depths of... Yes, electronic music, but it's uh, that that's that's a sort of a um, a diminishing way or a, a reductive way to describe his work because it is both cinematic. Mm-hmm. Um, it is it's there's a lot of analog. There's a lot of there's a, it's very hard to describe the sound because he's constantly evolving and he's getting darker and darker. It's just what right. if you took a kettleball and you drew a frowny face on it with a Sharpie and then <laughs> dropped it into the ocean. And then you watched as that kettleball <laughs> dropped further and further at various depths. You could chart his album progressions because yeah. it's just been about getting darker and getting deeper and getting weirder and getting more abstract at times. Mm-hmm. And then he'll just sort of come out again with something that um, is surprisingly tender, surprisingly um, lyrical, which is for someone who is mostly instrumental when he does proffer some kind of um, vocal track. It's a kind of a weird treat that you sit up for. Right. Um, and that's how we get to Lawrence Acid Rain. Um, it is a great music video. Totally re- totally recommended, but but not essential. Um, that's why we didn't include it. That's the only, the only uh, uh, exception being Flylo. Um, Lauren's Acid Rain is... It's so... Oh, man. I don't even know how you describe this song. Yeah. It's, it's a... It's a... <clears throat> it's, it's dark. A, it's, a it's bright. Mel- yeah, it's, it's, it's leading. A, it's yeah, slow. Exactly. It's a, there's a melancholy aspect to it. Um, Are we depressed? <laughs> right. Are probably. we okay? <laughs> uh, yeah. Really, it's, 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 it's anomalous. Not... I mean, it's anomalous in his... I don't think he could follow up and do a track like this again, quite again, if mm. he wanted to, and certainly no one else could. And right. that's what I think is so arresting about Acid Rain is just um, a bleak, um, frail, ki- fragile kind of vision of beauty um, as things continue to decay and fall apart. Right. And that's kind of his oeuvre in a nutshell. Um, but but vi- but a but a very specific kind of flashpoint in in his discography was this song. Um, all of his stuff is great. I love a lot of the tracks um, before and after this track. But 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 Acid Rain is a really special moment in Lauren's discography. Check him out on Bandcamp. That's Lauren. Check him out. That's Lauren. My fifth and final pick is a sleeper. Last but not least is Don Tolliver's No Idea. Now, I will not lie. I will be forthright with you. I found Don Tolliver on TikTok because I'm a trash can. But I I was first introduced to this. There was a slowed down version of this track that became big. And I was just like, this is one of the most beautiful haunting things Mm. I've ever heard. The original version is just basically double speed. It's still very good. And I got introduced to Don Tolliver this way. I was like, he's he must be protected at all costs. I love you. You sweet. I think he's like 27. He's a wee man. Not wee isn't small, just young. And I, I love you, Don Tolliver. If you hear this, you won't. I love you. Your music is incredible. Your yeah. 2020 album, Heaven or Hell, is one of my favorites. Probably my favorite album that dropped in 2020. Yeah. Wait. Mm, slow rush. Uh, ah! Actually, I think Heaven or Hell sits better. 
Wow. Slow Rush, Rush has some sleepers. Sorry, Tame Impala. But um, but heaven or hell, ta- lame and Paula. Do not how dare you. We're owned. seeing. We're actually seeing Tame and Paula. We're not seeing Don Tolliver this year. <laughs> um, Don Tolliver, if you like this track, go listen to the entire album. It's not all like this. It, I mean, this song is sad. This song is haunting. It, it, he's he doesn't cuss at all in this song either, which is very. Well, uh, yes, he has a particular timber to his voice. He has a very really... higher pitched voice, and the way he delivers, he's got the he's he's like he's like the SZA, the dude SZA of mm. rap. I, I don't I don't know if that's the right, but I, I love Don Tolliver. He well, I mean, I think Frank Ocean is probably more the SZA, but mm. whatever the case, I, sure. I, it was a toss up between Frank Ocean and Don Tolliver, and yeah. Don Tolliver we'll, won. We'll save that for for playlist two. Correct. Um, his uh. How he delivers this line, I'm picky with my women, I'm deciding, call me to your crib and I slide in. You need to listen to that. It just, the way he delivers that line yeah. really, really is what hooked me. And mm. then the rest of it is just, I, I just adore all of it. All the lyrics I adore, all yeah. the song I adore. The video is okay. Uh, his, it's not bad, but it's just, I don't know. For, for the people that are listening to Kanye, the, the moon track on Donda, which is one of the few bright spots is a Don Tolliver vocal. Oh, shit, that. seriously? Oh, yeah. you showed me that. Yeah, you yeah, did yeah, show yeah, me yeah, that, yeah. and I so, did enjoy so, it. Yeah. So, so for people who are like, I don't know what's happening on Donda, but whoa, what was this guy voice? That's Don Tolliver. That's Don Check Tolliver. him out. Kanye's up on it. Why aren't you? Exactly. You should be. The final outro verse is what kills me probably the most about this song. He goes, well, I, well so first, back up the chorus. First things first, let me get that introduction. We on the long road to self-destruction. It's like, no, I get that. But the final outro, since you've been gone, I've been just okay. I know you're mad. You don't see it my way. Since I've been gone, I've been out of space. I let little shoddy come and come here, take your place. But since you've been gone, I've been just okay. Yeah. That one hits hard. You see, I like to be sad. Don Tolliver, I love you. Final track, your turn. Final track. All right, uh, and then now for something a little different, but we got to finish strong. This is a great um, song. Uh, the last shadow puppets. Who are these assholes? Um, they are. <laughs> it's a. I mean, not to, not to discount the other guy whose name I don't know, but most people would see it as a side project of Alex Turner, the lead singer and one of the songwriters from Arctic Monkeys. Which, if you're not up on British rock and roll. You might not know at all. Arctic Monkeys are an excellent rock group that achieved some modest crossover success in the U.S. at at times, but they've been going since 2006 or so. I've been up on them. They're great, Um, but I went down a sort of an Alex Turner-related rabbit hole a couple months back, and I started just checking out a bunch of his stuff, especially because he worked with Arctic Monkeys, I think they're 2007 or 2008, whichever it was, um, album was produced by Josh Homme, uh out in the desert. And hanging out with Josh Homme is going to change you. Um, yeah. And that's one of the great things with Josh Homme says, it's harder to... Josh Homme of Queens of the Stone Age, for anybody Josh, who yeah, doesn't thank know. You thank for, you for Josh Homme of the Queens of the Stone Age. He said, it's harder to play slow, is one of his adages to them. And I like that because a lot of what you heard from Arctic Monkeys from around that time is they started to play harder but slower and honestly i think a lot of the music got better well somewhere a couple years later he did a side project with his with a buddy and it's a little bit more kind of where every british guy goes to if he's allowed to just like nature always want to make things into crabs if it's allowed to all british guys want to make things into something vaguely james bondy um and so 
the last shadow puppets have a lot of this sort of like scope and sweep of like a James Bond kind of soundtrack. Uh, but this song, uh, Miracle Aligner, shows so much of what I love about Alex Turner's songwriter songwriting is that if you start listening to it, you will hear this song in your head for about a week straight mm-hmm. because there's this weird kind of spiraling elliptical quality that just keeps turning over and over mm-hmm. and over. It's a really wonderful song. I love the orchestration. It's actually played really well live by the two of them on just a, on just guitars, which is impressive given how big the production is. But it's just a it's there's some clever writing. It's a big fun song. It's sexy. It's this sort of 60s kind of, again, vaguely James Bondian kind of thing. Um, it has a very silly video of them pretending to be Italian. Um, it's a lot of fun. And it was a breath of sunlight. And I love it. It's a great song. Before we go, what do you think Miracle Aligner means in this context? It means uh, he loves... Uh, uh, he's he's the son of an English teacher's, teacher, as I recall, and he just loves really unusual kind of turns of phrase. That's what it means. But if he says miracle liner, go and get him, tiger. So that it, it means miracle liner is it, it's just a funny way of saying someone who's a miracle worker. But it's 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 funny because it's like a little bit of scance. It's saying you're not working just, a miracle. Just it's get like, down on your just, knees right after that. It's like where what are we where are we going here, buddy? Well, that's What's, and. Pray, that's th- that that's that's the fun. That's I thought you get on your knees again. No, I think you're right. Anyway, but that's well, but that's the there are obvious inferences, right? You mm-hmm. go both ways. You go to the sacred or the profane, and miracle aligner is a fun way of saying, um, <laughs> like you're boxing something in, right? It's just it's no the their their whole as a side project. That's their whole thing. They've, there's a lot of questioning fans. They're like, this seems very homoerotic in the video. Um, lyrically, there's a lot of suggestion. And that's where they have fun as a side project. Not that Arctic Monkeys don't have some sexy lyrics, but for the most part, they're much more straight ahead. Where Last Shadow Puppets, suggestive in the title, they're having a lot of fun by the suggestion of things, not stating things outright. Correct. That's where okay. he's having the fun with it. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. I just want because there are some suggestive that. lyrics there, but it's not it's not overt. It's certainly not. I'm just because, like you said, the song will get stuck in your head, and it has been stuck in my head. And I'm like, what do I do with these what lyrics? Are you do- what are you doing? Do with them what you will. That's and the fun I will. Part. And I will, will listen to this playlist of ours again. That is our playlist. This was our, again our favorite out al- favorite mm, tracks from albums that will not be covered. I think you're right that perhaps Control or Vecatomist should have been on here. Um, you can always change it. Who's who? Who can we appeal to to change our set of s- albums covered? Well, we can do it. We have the people. power. Yeah, I suppose so. I have a pretty set Excel spreadsheet, though. <laughs> you can't change the Excel spreadsheet. You can't you regret this. Can't edit that. But that's our playlist. It is on YouTube. We'll link it in the show notes. We'll link it on Twitter at No Skips Podcast. The Facebook group as well, No Skips Podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening to the show. Even if you bonus show, this is a, yeah, this is a little bonus app. I little, hope you really a little enjoy- bonus show, a little bonus app. Hope you enjoyed it. Let us know. We had, I mean, we someone suggested that we do themed podcast playlists as well. So I mean, this was just an idea that we had to share. Sure. Like, uh, you've heard us talk about albums that we don't really know 
or know that are supposed to be loved by most everybody. Right. These are things that we love. Yeah. No Skips was a, was about broadening horizons. So we can be forgiven, I hope, for not knowing shit when we come into them because we're trying to discover stuff and we're hoping to invite you along with that. Correct. This episode is more about, hey, we know we love this stuff and we can speak from experience and mm-hmm. we'd love you to love it too if it so strikes you as it stri- as has stricken us. Andy really loved Televised Mind. Cool. He said it was the only thing he commented on. I was like, well, I guess that's the track. That's the one. <laughs> Everyone Where loves go, post-punk. So, all right. Well, go. thank you guys so much for tuning into the bonus up. We'll be back uh, for episode 34 next week with... 35.7. Yeses close to the edge. Cheers. Cheers, mate.